Welcome back to the Top Yes Thoughts podcast. So much has happened these few weeks. RBG sadly has died. Now we are in the race to fill in the Supreme Court seat. There's the elections are coming up in a few weeks. The debates have gone on. The first debate, the vice presidential debate. We also have, again, as I said, the race fill in the seat. They've talked about Trump's taxes, which I think was a very lame news to come out with because, well, we can get that into detail about that another day, but I do think that was a lame news. It was not a surprise story because it's just not a surprise. Everybody probably thought that would happen. He found the loopholes, which are legal, and he took them. But that's topic for another day. Today, we are talking about Amy Coney Barrett, the Supreme Court Justice nominee from Trump. Uh, but first and foremost, I do want to pay my respects to RVG, even though I don't agree with her politics. I never see eye to eye. I didn't see eye to eye with her in a lot of things. Uh, she was someone who changed the game and, and opened doors for many women. We know RVG is, was a game changer. I do have to admit that. Nobody will deny that. And again, even though we don't agree politics-wise, I do hope she is in a better place. But moving on. Of course, now we're in a race to fill in the SCOTUS, as I said before. Uh, seat before election day, we were in the race to fill it before election day. Trump chose Amy Coney Barrett or ACB for short as his nominee. Hearings start next week, and I see plenty of trash talk about her over the past over the last two weeks. She is, of course, a conservative judge, which of course this would create among young people or at least liberal media. It would create a big how would I say it, it would create a lot of drama. If they would try to do something to talk trash, to make her look bad, just because they don't agree with her. But of course, she is a conservative judge. She is the mother of seven and a devout Catholic. She also, I think, she graduated top of her class in Notre Dame. So she has the qualifications. If we're looking through qualities, Amy Coney Barrett does have the qualifications. The only thing people don't agree with her is because she's a conservative. And we're going to get into that. We're going to get into what are her stances on many things on abortion and also on. The healthcare of, of Affordable Care Act of Obama, but we we will get into her her stances on many things. As I said, she is a mother of seven and a devout Catholic. Um, she has stated that her decision making in law doesn't involve religion. Quote: It's never appropriate for a judge to impose that judge's personal convictions, whether they arise from faith or anyone anywhere else on the law. I, this is also something that during her hearings for the Seventh U.S. Circuit Court was stated that they were basically criticizing her criticizing her, because she was a Catholic, saying that she would probably involve her religious beliefs on her decisions. And I guess that is a fair assumption, but she has stated before, before that she does not involve religion when making her decisions for any type of law. Um, but she, again, she has served on the U.S., on the 7th U.S. Circuit Court since 2017, and she would also be only the fifth woman to serve in the Supreme Court. I think that's good. Trump did really well in choosing a woman to replace RBG. And I think I told this to some of my friends. If Trump wants to reassure his re-election, he has to make sure he she, he puts, she gets confirmed before the election day. And she is put in the Supreme Court before election day. Anybody with the right mind. Of course, Trump had to choose a woman. Nobody would have thought anything else. She is perfectly qualified to be in it. And if Trump wants to be sure he wants a conservative base, he has to put her in the Supreme Court before election day. They have to nominate, well, she has to be confirmed before election day. That's a smart move. Again, just 
just seeing that she ha- is a mother of seven and is a spouse and is still doing, she is still a judge, she just shows that she is very versatile. She can do many things. She can hold, she has many things on her plate, but she can still do her job. So the fact is, she's very qualified and she's a woman. And I think a woman can do anything a man can. So, of course, Trump did an amazing job in choosing Amy Coney Barrett. But, of course, um, pro-choice people are, of course, scared that she could overturn Roe v. Wade, precisely because she is an anti-abortion person. Uh, she does believe, she doesn't believe in abortion. Uh, she suggested that the court most likely would hollow out the decision, leaving the basic right to abortion in place, but allowing states wide latitude to make abortion difficult to obtain. This is from NPR. This is a quote that it was said. Um, so basically, she said, but I think the question of whether people can get very late-term abortions, you know, how many restrictions can be put on clinics, I think that will change. So basically, she wouldn't be overturning Roe v. Wade. She would just be giving the power back to states. I think this is a smart decision. Do I agree personally with Roe v. Wade? I don't. I do think life starts at conception the way science says it does. But she will be giving the power back to the states. So it wouldn't be like, oh, she's just going to overturn it. Of course, there is the fear that she will overturn it. There will be a vote to overturn it because the Supreme Court will be more conservative-based now. There will be a lot of conservative influence. But again, she isn't trying to overturn it. She just wants to give the power back to the states. Now, the fact that people are, are claiming that she will overturn it is wrong. I've seen a lot of posts saying that, that she will be against um, healthcare, abortion rate healthcare. She would just be giving it to the states, okay? So that's one of the lies debunks already. Um, and again, as I said, uh, social media doesn't tell you this. And I've seen many posts bashing her because of this, because they say they fear that she will be overturning Roe Wade. Um, and again, but people's worst fear is that she'll be in the seat for decades. Again, the Supreme Court will be mostly conservative based now. So, I mean, again, remember the Supreme Court justices are there for life until they die. RBG is an example, or until they retire. Again, RBG is an example. Scalia in 2015-16, when he died, someone else replaced him. But again, they're there for life. So of course, this is people's worst fear. Um, as again, again, I was saying there will be a conservative influence for a long time in the Supreme Court. Supreme Court. ACBA is strict on the Constitution, which, in my personal opinion, is something we need in the Supreme Court. Someone who follows the Constitution strictly. Because at the end of the day, that's what they're there. They're there to follow the Constitution. They're there to make sure laws are following the Constitution or they're not abridging on people's freedom that the Constitution grants us. Because remember, the Constitution only doesn't protect our freedoms from the government. It places, it basically puts a check on the government. So, of course, this is why we want Supreme Court justices that are strict on the Constitution. This is exactly what we need. Of course, on the issues of guns, she even believes that if someone is convicted of a felony, but not of a violent crime, she, that person should be able to still have the right to own a gun, which is a very good idea. Because there's no point in someone who wasn't convicted of a violent crime to not have a gun because they're not a they're not a danger to, to the public if they haven't done anything violent, they're not a violent danger to the public she said in 1791 and for well more than a century afterward legislatures disqualified categories of people from the right to bear arms only when they judged that that doing so was necessary to protect the public safety again this is a good this is good i think this is a good idea because if you don't show violent history you should be able to own a gun there isn't a reason why not to own a gun. 
yeah, maybe you did commit a crime. Um, but if it's not a violent crime, you should be able to own a gun. And, I, and she, if she's protecting the Second Amendment, that's very good. Um, again, these are just some of their main topics that have been, that have been of course, the pro-choice, pro-life people is going to be the biggest thing. Um, her being pro-life is probably the biggest issue with most people. Well, at least with people on Twitter and Instagram. Because remember, Twitter and Instagram aren't real life. But a lot of people, this is what a lot of people are scared of. Her overturning Roe v. Wade or voting to overturn Roe v. Wade. But again, she's just giving the power back to the states. But this is the thing. Um, I'm, I'm glad Trump chose a woman. And I'm glad he's choosing someone with, who's strict on the Constitution. And I hope she's actually she actually chooses conservative values when she's when there's a decision to vote on, because a lot of the judges prior have not voted conservatively, um, haven't voted in a conservative way in a lot of decisions. And if she does this, which we hope a lot of conservatives, including myself, hope she does, because I think a lot of the judges that are supposed to be conservative aren't consistent with their voting. So I hope. She actually does vote conservative. Now, there has been constant, and moving on, there has been constant talk about Mitch McConnell, uh, going back on what he said in 2016. I've seen this over and over again on social media when she first um, popped up. Even when, her, when RBG died, the first thing that popped up was that Mitch McConnell will probably, over it, will probably turn back on what he said in 2016. They claim him to be a hypocrite because he now wants to do a vote to confirm a nominee, and in 2016, he didn't. That's a very misleading fact that is going around on the web and the internet. Um, this is what McConnell actually said in 2016. One might say this is an almost unprecedented moment unprecedented moment in the history of our country. It's been more than 80 years since the Supreme Court vacancy, vacancy arose and was filled in a presidential election year. And that was when the Senate majority and the president were the same political party. It has been 80 years. Since we have a divided government today, that means we have to look back almost 130 years to the last time a nominee was confirmed in similar circumstances. He also said, the Senate is not a rubber stamp for the executive branch. Nowhere in the Constitution does it say the Senate has a duty to give presidential nominees a vote. It says appointments shall be made with the advice and consent of the Senate. That's very different from saying every nominee receives a vote. So basically, he's saying that when it comes down to opposing parties, the Senate is not expected to do such things. They're not expected to do a vote. Not saying that they don't have to do it during election years. So this lie that McConnell is is going back on what he said in 2016 is just pure BS. Because remember, a lot of Democrats were wanting the vote in 2016. There's proof. They wanted the Senate to do their job. But again... The Senate isn't forced to vote. The president puts in the nominee and the Senate can vote. And in fact, the Constitution said that the president has a right to nominate and the Senate has a right to confirm. So no, he's not being a hypocrite. Hypocrite. He's just following the Constitution, which again, is what we need. People to follow the Constitution because it's there for a reason. So of course, them are saying, oh, he's going back on what he said. He's only doing it because it's politically convenient. No, it's because he's following the Constitution. And again, I don't think, uh, I think if he was right in 2016, it wouldn't be fair for the Supreme Court, or for the nominee, to give out it by uh, a Senate that was controlled by Republicans, considering the House, well, the president was a Democrat. It wouldn't be fair. And remember, nine out of ten times in election years, when the same party was in, was had control of the White House and the Senate, the the Supreme Court nominee was um, was confirmed, so we hope 
That is confirmed. And and here's another thing. People now say that, oh, RBG's last wish was for her to be replaced until a new president is appointed. And here's my thing. Why is she thinking about politics? Why she thought about politics when she died is beyond me. I think that's very sad, to be honest. Um, I'm not discrediting anything she did in her past, um, during her life, but it's just very sad. Why is she thinking about politics when she's about to die? Why would that be her last wish? Um, but again, see, life doesn't work like that, people. Um, it just doesn't work like that. As my mom would say, life doesn't stop because someone dies. Life, and she even said it right now, life doesn't stop just because COVID is going on. We people need to get back to work. The same situation here. Look, if you love RBG, that's fine. I don't. I respect her, but life doesn't stop just because she wants, just because she died. That's not how life works. Um, and again, nowhere in the Constitution does it say we have to respect someone's dying wish. I think Matt Walsh from the Daily Wire said it best. If Trump were to say, I wish to be president forever as his last wish, um, would would Democrats respect that? Uh, obviously, I hope he wouldn't say that. Is this something Trump might say? Maybe. <laughs> but I hope he doesn't say I don't think he would, but I don't know, to be honest. It's something he might say. But the thing is, I don't think Democrats would want to respect that. And obviously, that's not plausible um, because I am saying I wouldn't respect that. But especially because it's not possible for it to happen. But my point is, there is nothing that says we have to respect someone's dying wish. The Constitution and the Supreme Court must be filled. It must be. There must be justices there for the constitutional people. So when there's a certain case, they're there to vote strictly on what the Constitution says. So hopefully, and I think that it will happen, the, the Senate needs to do your, their job. Because Republicans shouldn't care what Democrats say at this point. The th- look, I don't like the Democratic Party. But they know they know what they're doing. They get in there and they have the balls to do what they want to do. Republicans still play by, play by the nice card. They're too nice. Republicans shouldn't care what Democrats say at this moment. They basically tried to destroy Kavanaugh in 2016 or 17. I don't remember. But they tried to destroy Kavanaugh. They had no mercy on the man. So why should Republicans have mercy now? Why should we, why should they care what Democrats say? They even claimed to, for Kavanaugh, that Kavanaugh was a gang rapist. They destroyed, they were saying this in front of his family. Republicans need to stop playing by the rules. The Senate, we, the people voted for the Senate. They expanded the Senate every year, every mid-year election. Okay. Republicans need to stop playing nice and do what they have to do. That's why people voted for them in the Senate. So stop playing by the rules and do what you have to do. Because the rules were were put out when Democrats try to destroy Kavanaugh. So Republicans, play by don't play by the rules anymore. Do what you have to do. This is why people voted for you. So do what you have to do. Anyways, once again, thank you for tuning in to the podcast. I know this is a little bit more of a informative podcast about Amy Coney Barrett. I think she is an amazing woman. I think she will be a great judge. Hopefully she is confirmed before election day. I think she will. I hope and I think the Republican Senate will do their job. The Republicans in the Senate will do their job. But again, thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you have a wonderful day, night, weekend, whatever day you're listening to this. And again, thank you for listening.